And welcome back to Social Biology. I'm your co-host, Jeremy. I'm your co-host, Morgan. Morgan, share with the class what you, what you have prepared. <laughs> I will. Uh, so, yeah, about a week ago, I left for vacation, and immediately I was just peeved. And it was pretty funny, because it happened right after I texted you. And so I texted you like 20 seconds later. Also, I got a pet peeve. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I... I, I it's one of two things. It's either people are just dumb and don't know traffic laws, or two, it's like they invite you to break them frequently. Hmm. Maybe it just happens with me. And hey, maybe. Granted, I live I live in an area that's very close to an outdoor kind of, I don't know what you'd call it, uh, my brain is thinking in Spanish. Commercial Central. What do you? What the freak do you? Like a mall. Like a mall. An outdoor mall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think they're also Spanish. called swap meets. Uh, or no, flea markets. No, not really a flea market. And any, anyways, there's there's like big parking lots. So you have to walk between the stores. It's not indoors. There's a movie theater. There's like oh, all like sorts a strip of mall? stuff over there. Kind of a strip mall, but like a, a way bigger than a strip mall. Okay, uh, okay. So like I, I frequently go over there. Our gym is over there. We've got, you know, like Target Shopping Center, uh, got different stores, a bookstore that I go to a lot. Anyways, at this place, there's frequently four-way stop signs just because it, it's like how they flow the traffic through it because it's a high mm-hmm. traffic area and it is kind of sketchy to drive through. But you get to a four-way stop, and it's like nobody knows what to do. And oh, I can't yeah. believe it. It's like simple. It's super simple. Uh, frequently going through there, um, I mean, you know what to do if you come to a stop at the same time as another person, correct? Right. So, well, I think I'm pretty sure I do. You, I think everyone you. knows. So what yeah, would okay. you do if you got to a stop sign at the same time as somebody else? If it's the same time as someone else, the person who is farthest to the right goes first. Exactly. So why the fuck do people <laughs> wave me through when yes. it's not my... Okay, and it's like, okay, maybe they're being nice, but that's not how it works. You don't be nice on these kind of things. Just yeah, there freaking are rules for a reason. Go. Yes, you're, you're stressing me out. Just freaking go. But... What happened when I texted you, it was like a blatantly, it would have been illegal for me to do what the other person was requesting me to do. So I'm coming to, I'm trying to picture how to describe this. Uh, I guess like a T where I'm coming to a stop and the road that I'm turning on goes left or right. Like there Mm -hmm. is no straight way. There's no way for me to go straight through it. Um, Is that like a T junction or something? I'm not sure. I think it's called a T junction. So somebody is coming okay i was heading east and the junction runs north and south somebody was heading north getting ready to turn east so turning into the opposite lane where i was yeah yes so had to turn in front of me before i could do before i could make my left hand turn to head north yes okay i i am visualizing it i see it in my mind so there's maybe five, five or six cars coming and it's like a long line of cars and they're they're passing and it's taking forever and i don't know if this person was trying to be nice but after the seventh or eighth car they start waving for me to turn left which they have the right away Mm -hmm. and it would be me 
crossing a lane of traffic to get into the lane of traffic I want to get into, which they were completely, what is it? What's the word? I'm losing the word. Why do I want to say obligerant? That's not even a word. (laughs) What? Oblivious. (laughs) They, They were oblivious to the fact that the lane that they pulled out of to get in the left turn lane, there are cars coming. There are cars yeah. flying by them on their side. Like they're waving you through, but you're like, well, you're not the only one making this decision. There so are cars. They're waving me to through, kill me. <laughs> and I, I'm like shaking my head, and like you, we can see each other. And they're yeah. like, come on, come on. And I'm like gesturing, like, look at all the fucking cars passing you. I cannot go. You just freaking go, person. Yeah. Person. You know, I don't want to stereotype, so I'm going to leave it at person wow okay you can imagine just because you said that now i know exactly who is driving yeah you you can yeah but hey i said person that's your awful mind but yeah that's my horrible i i feel like that frequently happens to me maybe it's just my location but people are always giving me the right of way when i shouldn't have it but this one was bad this one was like they wanted me to do something illegal and dangerous and and I guess that's what like sparked it in my mind that this is something that happens to me frequently that is a total peeve. And this one was bad. I could have mm-hmm. easily crashed into anybody. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if that happens frequently to you, but I feel like all the time people are waving me to do stuff that is like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And then you're in that awkward moment where you're like, did they just say no to me? Yeah, yeah. I fucking said no to you. I'm not going to go. So, I, I, I think uh, I think I have this problem. Maybe it's not a problem. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a solution that I usually don't tend to pay attention to people in their cars. There are moments when you want to make eye contact. Like again, if you're at a four way stop and you want to be sure, like, hey, I'm looking at you. You're looking at me, even though I came to this stop two seconds before you did. I'm gonna go. Right. Uh, but I want to make sure that you don't think you're going to go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so I understand that, but most you want times, to make sure that they're aware of you. Exactly. And you can't uh, do that by looking at their car. No. Pedestrians yeah. is a very important one as well because I want to make sure if, whether I'm a pedestrian or just a pedestrian that's crossing or something, I'm looking at them, making eye contact. They're looking at me. I'm like, okay, just so you know, I'm going to go. And if you go in front of my car, you're going to die. Dude, you know, the like, amount of fucking pedestrians that don't make eye contact with me, I, I swear, I, I think <laughs> it should be legal to just go if they don't make eye contact with you. <laughs> It, it is yeah, cool. you know, I'm looking at them. But yeah, I never take instructions from other drivers. Not because in my mind, I'm like, oh, they're all terrible. It's just that it doesn't matter. Like, it matters if they're being really weird and they're not going when they're supposed to go. Then I'll look at them and I'll look at them like, the hell are you doing? Like, you're yeah, supposed to go. Exactly. Uh, but generally, I ignore them. And if they see you're not looking at them, they just, they go. They go when they're supposed to go. So that's why usually I avoid looking at people. Because if they see you're not looking at them, and they're like gesturing you. They know that you're not paying attention. They'll just go. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I don't think I have this problem mainly because of that reason. I don't tend to look at people. There's probably tons of people gesturing me to do shit all the time. <laughs> um, and like a, like a good Jeremy, I'm just like, you know, no, there are rules. There's order. There's logic. And I'm not going to follow the whimsy of, oh, even though you got here 10 seconds after I got here, you should go. And I'm like, no, you could have already gone. This interaction yeah. is could have already been resettled. And then you're in like a stop, go jerking back and forth trying to figure out who's actually going to yeah. go. 
Well, I, I've seen this happen a few times is I see pedestrians who they want to cross the street and there's a busy and there's like multiple lanes of traffic and one car will stop and gesture them to go. But three lanes like are that. still going. Yeah. That, and, and the no. person's it, like you said, like almost looks insistent. Like, why aren't you going? I'm like, are you are you touched in the brain? The other cars are coming. <laughs> they, it's not just up to you. And I've even seen this is where the person starts to walk because instinctively when someone makes the motion, your brain's like, oh, yes, fellow human, I will go do your, you know, whatever you suggest. And then they nearly get hit. And I'm like, yeah, okay, like you got to be aware. It's terrible. So, but yes, <sighs> I feel like in the state that we live in especially, there's this almost like toxic um, like niceness or courtesy, <laughs> I should say. It's more like, like oh, yes, yeah, like niceness. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I like, get four-way stops. This is a, and I hate it because it's not a universal thing. It's only like there's a, a significant enough percentage of people who follow these like courtesy things, and it's not everyone, and so you can't know for sure. But it's enough people that, like you said, it disrupts the order of things. Yeah. And so, like for example, I met someone, and this is a grown-ass adult, and they drive all the time, <laughs> and they have this notion in their mind that when you're at a four-way stop, people who are going straight have the right of way over people who are turning regardless of who gets there first Ooh, and i don't and i i'm not sure about that one no it's not i don't know what kind of wacky you know alternate dimension they came from but that's not how anything goes and we've explained it to this person like hey just so we've pulled up like which you shouldn't have to do like the official law in in the, uh, the driving uh-huh. and it says it you know just whoever gets there first and it's the right hand side if Two cars get there seemingly at the same time. And then they seem to understand it. And then a month later, they literally said the same things. Like, well, I was going to go, but then this, like, I was turning and this other person had to ride away. Like, no, no, we, we've already went over this. You got there first. No matter if you're turning or not, you go first. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah, I, I understand this concept. I think maybe you're just you're acknowledging too many humans too often, Morgan. Just ignore yeah. the humans I'm and they paranoid. won't bother you as much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You know, it's kind of funny. Ever since having my son and like driving an infant in my car, oh, yes. it's like I am hyper aware you must of be hyper other aware. people and what they're doing. I've never really oh, worried sure. about other drivers. I'm worried about what I do. But now it's like I am paranoid and I want to know where everybody is at all times. So I don't know. Maybe that's why I make a lot more eye contact. Um, maybe, and that's a good thing uh, because I first like if I do get I've never been in an accident. Uh, I've never even been pulled over. <laughs> I'm a Ooh, good boy. Look at you. <laughs> look at speed me. Speed limit, Jeremy. Uh, well, I'm only, I go a little above the speed limit, but not like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just super lucky. There have been times where I've been going way over speed limit than I intended, but luckily no one <laughs> caught me. Um, but I think that Admission if someone, doom. yeah, if there's, a, yeah, sure. <laughs> Use that in the court of law. Uh, if I am in an accident, I would almost guarantee that it's not my fault because I am very careful. And so I'm like, well, if it's their fault, they'll have to pay for it. And yeah, it'll like waste my time and everything, but you know, whatever. And even though there's a possibility I do get injured, that's just, well, that's more money for me, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. But if you have other people in your car, you're like, well, I don't really care whose fault it is. If they get hurt, this is bad. Yeah. And it's bad, not bad, good. bad. Yeah. No, regardless. Yeah. So I understand. And I feel like I've definitely noticed that kind of parental shift in thinking. Uh, not just when it comes to driving, but even when it comes to like financial stuff and planning for the future, as soon as someone has a kid or even slightly before the kid's born, their whole brain switches to, I now must, even though maybe they weren't a selfish person before, 
but usually there's this sense of duty like well then i have to do these things differently um because of this like my my brother he started eating very a lot more healthy since he became a father he's like a lot more health conscious and i think that's because not only is he trying to set an example for his kid but he's like well if i want to stick around for a long time (laughs) i gotta i gotta keep my health up and he's like Sue. He's you know he works. Uh, he exercises. He's not like an unhealthy person. Uh-huh. But it was interesting to see how he became a lot more risk averse. Uh, uh-huh. He stopped doing semi risky things, like even that not even sense. very risky, like camping or hiking. Like he still does it, but not as much as he used to. The, and so I feel like that's a lot. The of number that. the number one reason people sell their motorcycles is because they become a dad. Like, I mean, which I know, and funny. I understand, which is. I still think it's crazy how like I it's funny because there's a paradox of motorcycles. I love mo- I don't have a motorcycle. No, my family's ever had one. I love how efficient they are. Like, yeah, they are incredibly efficient. Like the fact that we have most people drive alone and there's cars that weigh like a thousand pounds that carry them around. That's really inefficient. Right. A motorcycle gets so but great gas mileage. It's like so good, but they are so dangerous. Very dangerous. Like it is literally orders of magnitude more likely you will perish in an accident if you are driving a motorcycle like even and, a very safe and slow one and you know you see a lot of motorcyclists that go crazy they go way over the speed limit and stuff but even if you're like a law abiding yes. person the amount of people that will hit you because they uh-huh. don't pay attention is like way greater it, it I mean, is and, crazy no yeah 100 percent. and not only will they more likely to hit you because they can't notice you it's also you'll have a lot less protection even if you have a yeah. helmet which you should always wear a helmet and like a leather jacket's kind of like leather armor in a weird way <laughs> yeah <laughs> it doesn't yeah you can still just fly 100 feet and break everything right. in your body and over die. a little pebble in the road or yeah something. no like, i mean it could be over anything it could be something relatively people. minor yeah um and so, yeah, people are more likely to accidentally hit them. And again, they do like almost every motorcycle I see on the road. They they do this thing where they drive between lanes. Yeah, and it just seems crazy to me that they're doing that. Like I yeah, don't. I think it's only legal if traffic is stopped. Yes, at least I where mean, we are. But I know there's people that fly on the freeway, weaving. They do that all the time. The yeah, lane, and that, that's crazy. Like I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a normal sized car and I still every once in a while people will turn and they won't see me and I have to like you know cut my horn a little bit and so I can't imagine being I, a motorcycle and you're just a tiny dot compared to a car and like you yeah. said people aren't really looking for them and so yeah they're just gonna open their door turn wide open just annihilate this this motorcycle yeah it's crazy so it's as scary. much as I would yeah as much as I would love more motorcycles on the road because they're better for like economically and more efficient and even space efficient until I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe when cars get better sensors and stuff, uh, we can, they're, they're still too dangerous. We just need <laughs> self-driving motorcycles. Uh, we should. And, I, and that would help too, because I was going to say, not only are you more prone to getting hurt from someone else, even to just getting into an accident by yourself has a higher chance of you getting seriously injured. Right. Again, because you're not really strapped into the motorcycle and you know, there's other factors, but yeah, it's yeah. it's wild. I can see that. Um, no one in my family has ever had a motorcycle, though. I I think my father wanted one at one time, but he's no, he's not the kind of person who would ever <laughs> get one. No, uh huh. He, he went the opposite. Actually, he actually got kind of like a truck, and I'm like, okay, that. Oh, you know, you've never yeah. been a truck person, but sure. <laughs> yeah, makes Big sense. Big and beefy. My my last little observation on that little pet peeve that I think is funny is how. 
cars will take away our ability to communicate audibly and we return to these like primitive gestures and it's just funny yeah. that you can know what each other's saying like you know you wave someone in that's like go ahead but like me open arms at 45 degree angles extended in front of me is like you're an idiot what am i supposed <laughs> to do yeah. I, I just think it's funny how you could gesture in cars and people still understand you yeah, you can get some fairly complex thoughts across just by, and not even like American Sign Language. You just mean like brute force. Like, I'm, oh, yeah. like you, you shove your hand and like, you're like, here's just what I mean. Like over here or you open oh, your arms like that. I've got like some threat. good facial expressions <laughs> for you are an idiot. So Yeah, there's like the, the look of confusion. You're like, the hell is wrong with you? you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Driving is, it can be a hassle. Um, yeah. I don't, wanna, I don't want to stay on the topic much, and I'm not sure what it's like for every state, but I am shocked that for, like, not the road test, but the written test and knowing the laws and, like, signs and stuff, I'm shocked that you only need 80% to pass. I mean, that's I, still decent. <laughs> okay, but you would think, you know, giving a 16, 17, even 15-year-old this big-ass vehicle to drive... Uh, you can miss 20% and you're fine. That That's shocking to me. My, my well, step-siblings <laughs> just got their licenses. I do not feel safe on the road anymore. Wait, how old are they? Uh, 16. Oh, man. You have young step-siblings. Oh, so. dude. I have a half-sister that's eight. Shoot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're all over God. the board. You are. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, yeah, no, my, my younger brother is just, they're like 18, 19. Um, that's so they, weird. They're driving for a little bit. It is weird. <laughs> and, and they're not stepping. They're just my full. Uh-huh. Uh, but so I kind of get it. I, I, and after you're 18, there's a lot less red tape for you to get your license. Like, I don't even know if you have to take a written test after you're 18. Uh, you might have to take a test. I don't think you have to take a class. Oh yes. That's it. Yeah. You don't take yeah. a class. Um, because yeah. But yeah, no, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a thing that where like everyone kind of needs to drive. And so you have to have some sort of limit, but if you don't let people drive, you're like severely limiting how kind of life they can live. And so it's like a weird balance between, well, if we set the bar too low or too high, I don't know. So I don't know. We'd get rid of these idiots gesturing (laughs) people to go when they shouldn't. I'm pretty sure those idiots passed the class just like you did. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. People forget. Yeah, I mean, I think especially I think there should be an upper limit of when you can drive. I feel like after a certain age, you should be able to, like, have a fast enough reaction time. Or because sometimes I see people driving, and I'm like, you look like you're a hundred, dude. Uh, I'm like, shocked that some states have licenses that don't expire for like thirty years. My father has a license like that. that that's still, crazy to me. He a still lot can has happen his, in thirty years. He still has his first license. <laughs> that's insane yeah yeah in the state of arizona i think they last like 35 maybe 40 years and so he looks like a kid because he's literally almost a you know, he's, I was gonna say, he's like a 30 year old man in his <laughs> license picture um, no yeah he yeah it's wild crap. he's yeah, he he hasn't he's in his like mid 50s and so he got it in his like mid 20s and so he i think it's gonna expire in a few years but he's been using this it has the address that he had when he was like we haven't lived in that place for decades and oh my still, gosh you know. that's crazy 
and it's all weathered and i mean it's still in good condition but uh like <laughs> if he does get pulled over especially his, since it's from a different state his pictures barely saw, visible yeah officers <laughs> will look at it and he's like do you really this should get a new fake. license yeah. <laughs> and and he says is it invalid and they like say they <laughs> no like <laughs> because it's not uh, and it's like all right then so he doesn't funny. want to change it but we'll see i think they don't do that anymore at least arizona doesn't do it anymore but those licenses are still valid but they don't i think they expire in five that's, or ten years like normal so. that's crazy it is pretty funny but um well anyway hopefully yeah hopefully you learn to drive better <laughs> oh it's not my fault <laughs> right right that's what they're saying too on yeah. their podcast oh we're like oh this is. idiot i was telling him to go and he didn't want to go and like he looked at yeah. me like i was he didn't want to like, crash into the other lane of traffic i don't know what's wrong with him he wants to live i was being crazy. nice <laughs> yeah i was being nice crazy yeah. all right well today's topic shouldn't be too uh cringy or whatever oh, but that's clenchy. good it's more of a, like a normal thing so Awesome. Um, yeah, awesome. So more Morgan, of a normal thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Morgan, what do you know about Neanderthals? Neanderthals? I know yes. they have big ass eyebrows. They do. And that's about it. <laughs> they have, well, it's funny because they have big, they're, they're like stockier and hairier, but their eyebrows right. also have like this ridge. So it's not even, yeah. their, their eyebrows are bigger, but on top of that, the bone is just like sticking them out there. Yeah. There's so, a Futurama episode where Fry hits his head and it gets mistaken for a Neanderthal because his eyebrows sticking out. Sure. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. That's about so, all yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, I find Neanderthals to be like extremely fascinating because the more we learn about them, the more we realize that they were a lot closer to Homo like sapien sapien than than we thought they were. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So and like the, in the kind of like the general like culture and everything, a Neanderthal was kind of seen as like a caveman. You know, what I mean? uh-huh. like they uh, Neanderthals they are. Uh, physically they're a lot bigger than human well not a lot bigger but they're like significantly bigger than humans or ugh, it's hard because in in a way really? they are human it's okay yeah, yeah. so that like and it's hard because back then everyone was kind of smaller so by today's standards they're probably not super big but they were definitely stockier and taller uh they had bigger brains and but they did have shorter limbs uh but they were just kind of beefier okay i'm looking so at imagine some, like a uh, comparisons yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just like a, a stockier person. So I guess, like the, I guess the they had character. A, yeah, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and we'll get into that why okay. that is. <laughs> I guess because their limbs were shorter, but they were taller than the average like Homo sapiens sapiens. I guess I meant that their torso was just a lot bigger. Uh huh. Um, they look like beef boys. They are beefy boys. Yeah. Uh, you do not want to get into a, like a physical altercation. It does with not look like I do. Mm. Yeah. And so Neanderthals, uh, they they are kind of like close cousins to humans. So in a taxonomy of how you want to define humans, humans are known as Homo sapiens sapien. And they're known as Hope. Yeah. And they're known as Homo sapien Neanderthalus. Yeah. Okay. Just just another subclass. It's another subclass. Okay. And yeah, the reason why there's two sapiens is like, oh, we're Homo sapiens. And then we found other Homo sapiens, but they're not actually that similar. We don't they are similar to us. In with them. Yeah, yeah, they're not technically <laughs> Homo sapiens. So like, oh, we gotta add another sapien. In Makes there. sense. So Homo sapiens. Yeah. Um, 
And so home, uh, Neanderthals were basically a, and it's hard because in human definitions, they're, they're like more, they're not like another race because they're more than a race. Uh, it's almost like a, you know, how you have dog breeds. Right. Uh, but dog breeds can still breed with each other. Like uh-huh. you can get a Chihuahua and through some difficulties, you can get him to like breed with a Great Dane. Like it's physically or it's. Are you sure uh, about that one? It's genetically possible. It's genetically probably not physically possible, possible yeah. but genetically it's possible. There might that be some artificial uh, assistance there, but it, uh-huh. like, the, the genes meet up. Right. They are a little bit step further than that. It wouldn't be very easy for us to like interbreed with the uh, Homo sapien Neanderthals, but it is possible. Like it has happened. Okay. So it has happened. Yes, uh, there okay. are people with uh, Neanderthal DNA that are alive today. Um, really? And so, yes. Now that well, doesn't mean that they are Neanderthals. It just means that they have some, very okay. little actually. I was going to say that saves me from a stupid question. But what were you going to ask? I, I was going to say, what kind of time period are we talking about here? Uh, so I, as far as I can, they've been around for a little while, but they, I think the first instances we know of Neanderthals kind of roaming around, uh, is I think like approximately, oh, what is it? It's like, uh, like 400,000 years ago, I think we have like okay. evidences of the first Neanderthals and up until 40,000 years ago, they were oh, around. Okay. That's, uh, that's a lot more recent than i thought yes it is pretty recent uh just for context like uh 10,000 bc is kind of when humans learned farming Uh uh-huh so or you know it's called the agricultural revolution agrarian revolution wow so so 30 years before 30,000 years before that yeah and from geologic time scale that is no time whatsoever that's nothing they were yeah 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 uh and so they were here and so they mostly stood around like the area that they were kind of around is like called the Eurasia, which is basically what you think of Russia and some of the more Slavic states. Okay. It's like Northern Europe and Asia. That's kind of like their territory. Um, but they have there. There's been a lot of evidence that they were in like Southern Europe, maybe even near the Mediterranean, actually near the Mediterranean and farther South. Um, okay. So the reason why I find it really fascinating is because there are no living Neanderthals today, which is really sad. Uh-huh. And because they were bigger than us and they had bigger brains, but their brains were probably less efficient. So they probably weren't as intelligent as Homo sapiens sapiens were. Okay. Um, and so, like I said before, they were kind of seen as caveman. You know, you think of like some Ungo Bungo or right. whatever. They're wearing like <laughs> uh, a single, uh, I don't know, a single piece of That's fur That's like the over perfect them. definition of a caveman. Uh, Ungo Bungo, yeah. Ungo Bungo. Uh, the Gaiko commercial Neanderthal, sure, that kind of thing. Um, but humans at the time were also in that exact same stage. They were also ungabungaing around. So it's <laughs> not like we were like we were building skyscrapers where they were, you know, s- still making fire. Uh-huh. Uh, Neanderthals, they did have, like, they did know how to use fire. They had music and they had language and they made art. What? Oh, okay. I knew about the art. Did not know yeah. about music, mm-hmm. and I guess we're language pr- makes sense. We're, we're pretty sure they had spoken language. We're not entirely sure, but it seemed really like they were really close. Either they had something like spoken language or something very similar to spoken language. Okay. Um, and they they buried their dead. They had like superstition and ceremony. 
they really? took care of people who were too sick to take care of themselves. So there's like older skeletons of uh, Neanderthals who were like, like like crippled in a way, but they were able to live for maybe years or decades after they were crippled because they were being taken care of. Interesting. Uh, like a sense so of they community. Have like, yeah, community, community empathy, and culture. You know. And yeah. Yeah. So it is, I think, like fascinating to me that we will never know how smart these people these people were uh-huh. like if you take a, if you go back in time and you kidnap a homo sapien sapien from you know 20,000 years ago and bring him to modern day like a baby it can learn language it can learn how to drive a car and fly a plane and do calculus it can learn these things okay we we don't know how far a neanderthal could have done like could they have learned math could they drive like could they you know are they like almost right. as intelligent as we are or maybe even equivalent you know we don't know uh-huh uh, because even though humans and Neanderthals were equivalent at the time, we progressed more and they died out. So we don't know how far they could have gone. Right. Could so, they have farmed? You know, what, know, what caused them to die out? That is kind of a thing up for debate. I'm guessing it's up for um, debate, but it's up for debate, but there are a few factors. Uh, it kind of looked like they were built for colder weather. So it could have been that as the climate, like at the time naturally warmed up, uh, that they just fell out of, you know, they weren't able to kind of live as the same as they did. God, maybe, that is like probably one. Maybe I'm part Neanderthal. <laughs> like I'm going to fucking well, die. Okay, I'm going to get into that later. But um, <laughs> it, that seems like the least likely, like most likely they would have been able to adapt. Uh-huh. Um, another one is could have, it could have been like we killed them through competition. Oh, uh, man, we a, suck. like if you if you think about it humans they barely stand slightly different versions of themselves i I know i was gonna say you're talking about these people helping other people that are crippled i'm like the vast majority of us are just garbage and would not do that yes um they uh it could have been that they not only did maybe we didn't like physically war with them and kill them but we just outcompeted them for food uh, because of their kind of stocky nature and maybe because they are very more limited in, how, in where they could live, maybe we just out-hunted them and they like slowly starved to death and you know, uh-huh. came out of there. Uh, it could have been like a disease that wiped them out. They, As far as we know, which is hard to tell because you we don't have a lot. We have a lot of fossils and records of Neanderthals, but we don't know how like diverse, like were there, were there races of Neanderthals? You know, because there's... Uh-huh quote-unquote races of humans if that's, right. how, that's how we classify it even though technically yeah i would argue like, most uh, most anthropologists will argue that race isn't it's a man-made construct there's not really a thing that defines us like that but okay for the like an equivalent you know uh-huh. uh, that kind of thing so maybe if there, if there was a, thinking about if there was a, a disease that could have wiped them out because they're less diverse it could have affected more of their population and caused them just to die out right um it could have been a combination of these things uh it also could have been they could have been bred into extinction, which means that there weren't that many of them left. And then when they intermingled with humans, slowly over time, they just became human. Weeded out. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, genetically. Can... <clears throat> yeah, and that seems like even even if all these other factors are true, that probably also happened for sure because we do have people who share Neanderthal DNA. Um, but to be fair, since they are like a subgroup of human it could have been that we're just sharing dna not that they've bred with us you uh-huh. know what i mean 
That makes sense. Uh, because with a, like with a chimpanzee, we share like ninety nine point, you know. Yeah, it could just whatever be similar. percent of DNA. Yeah. It's something like very similar. We're like, yeah, we're so similar, but not necessarily uh, these... a Neanderthal bloodline or something. Yes. Yeah. Although it does seem likely that there were, but oh, yeah. okay. Uh, for example, in sub-Saharan Africa, there are people there who have Neanderthal DNA. It's extremely rare, but it's there. And so you're like, well, did they go all the way to Africa, or is it just that there's enough overlap that there's just the hint of we have similar uh-huh. genetics because we're so closely related right um but we are pretty sure that there are people uh they that intermingled mostly because we know for sure that humans and Neanderthals interacted a lot and there are some signs archaeological sites and otherwise that show that Neanderthals and humans sometimes lived really close to each other like okay closer than a rival group would live you know right almost like neighbors comfortably right yes uh, and it makes sense because they look similar enough to us, you know. Right, like, yeah, we're, we're bros, not that far uh, off. You know, you get like a pretty, <laughs> a pretty handsome-looking Neanderthal and like a stockier human woman. You know, uh, they could have had a relationship. Yeah. You never know. Oh yeah, it happens. <laughs> if one thing I've learned through studying humans is that humans will never give up a chance to get laid. Like you know, <laughs> it's just well, they'll do anything seen they can. The Neanderthalian woman. <laughs> Have you seen Wumba yeah. over there? <laughs> yeah. Uga. <laughs> I like Uga. I like Uga. We yeah. make snoo yeah, snoo. Sure. We make snoo yeah. snoo. It might, death by snoo snoo, but yeah. it is worth ah, it. That's the best death. The best death. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pretty much, if you are someone of European descent, specifically of like Northern Europe, you most likely have a higher percentage of uh, Neanderthal DNA within you. Uh, and we kind of see that. Like, I, again, I, I'm very much against if something looks similar, it means it is similar. Uh-huh. But you see, like, Seems like a especially, stretch. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's that's not the only evidence you can use. Right. Like, just because something looks like something, it doesn't mean it is that way. But let's say if you look at, uh, like, uh, Norse people, you know, like the stereotypical Viking, they are, like, bigger and stockier and Thick, you know, yeah, thick. That's a good <laughs> you know, way to describe thick. them. Uh, and so it makes sense if they have like a little bit of Neanderthal. They just have a little bit of that in them, you know. It's right. kind of they're just big boys, uh-huh. uh, especially like in Iceland. They are like, you know, they have they're big. Iceland, some of the biggest people are in Iceland. Not only just tall wise, but they're like strength and everything. And you look at some of their faces, and you're like, I'm not saying <laughs> you look like a Neanderthal. <laughs> I'm not saying your eyebrows stick out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think that, you know, and again, it is very slight because uh, there are artist renditions of like a Neanderthal in a suit, like a modern clothing. Okay. And even if I saw someone like that walking down the street, I wouldn't look at them as like inhuman, like you are. What are you? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. They just look really uh-huh. weird. Like You're they look, you look us. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just look very strange. And so it's not like the people in the Scandinavia are like, 50 or 40 percent Neanderthal, they have like two or three percent at uh-huh. the most. Like, it's very slow. Oh, that seems Usually higher than less. what I thought, but yeah. Again, a lot of it is because their DNA overlaps with our DNA a lot, so it's hard to tell, like, yeah. hey, is it just us or is it them? But that makes yeah. sense. Uh, one of my favorite things is in there's a cave in Spain, and in Spain, there is the only instance of a cave painting made by Neanderthals that we know of. Oh, really? Yeah, and they draw animals, and they kind of draw people in there, and so it's kind of it is 
coherent. It is like a story. And we in, know in that it was Neanderthals that made it. Yes, we know that. Uh, I mean, it's uh, all the evidence <laughs> signed by Uga. Yeah. Uga, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And people are like, well, how do you know? And like, the reason is because in that area, we don't find many signs of human, like Homo sapien, sapiens living in there, but we find a lot of uh, Neanderthals. Kind of evidence okay. of Neanderthals. And at the time that this art was created, it would have been like extremely unlikely that like humans got there. You know, basically, it's as if uh, <laughs> they show up, they make the paintings, they disappear. Yeah, yeah. They, imagine they made a painting in someone else's house. Yeah, like, people, the <laughs> yeah, were exactly. living in there. That makes sense. You know? Yeah, uh, and again, like leaving no evidence whatsoever that they were ever there. So yeah, it's it's <laughs> they almost come, guaranteed they, paint, they leave. Yeah, they leave. What's <laughs> happening? Who are these <laughs> strange aliens? Uh, yeah. Uh, and even just like the style of how it's done, uh, it is like slightly different than how humans at the time did it in the area. So it's just, yeah. Okay. It is, yeah, like a confirmed as far as we can tell, which is like almost like you said, a sure thing that it is Neanderthal art, not well, that's, us. That's weird. It, so it's just one cave that, that we know of, I guess, that's been found there. Yeah. I mean, as far as we know, uh, there's probably have been other instances of art, but it has been washed away or it is in other places or they were sense. just not super artistic. And so maybe you just had a slightly more artistic, uh, true grab of <laughs> true group of Neanderthals and he just wanted to do stuff. You had the Vincent von Uga that was like, I want to <laughs> go <laughs> make my thing. That, I guess that's why I say that. That's weird that there was only one instance. If they did it, it it's weird that you, we've only found one, but I guess that makes sense. Uh, different circumstances. Anything could have happened. Yeah, and again, that's kind of the thing. We don't know how, like, we don't know how prolific this was. Like, we right. know they did have art um, because of, there's other small things like that that they've left behind. But it could have been that because of they were different than us, maybe they were a lot less likely to make art. Maybe uh, they were a lot less likely to have speech or their speech was a lot more simple or uh -huh. the culture they had was super simple. And so, but we don't know. It could have been that there were a lot of artists and the art they made just didn't happen to survive. Or, and it's because they're kind of stuck in one area. Uh, they're kind of in Europe. Uh -huh. And Europe has seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's like a lot of yeah, history happening true. in Europe. And so it's very easy for like, oh yeah, they made this drawing. But then uh, 10,000 years later, another group of, a group of humans came by, you know, Homo sapiens. I, I'm just, when I say human, I mean uh, us because... Technically, Neanderthals are also human by some definitions, uh -huh. but I'm just yeah. going to make that distinction right now. Yeah. That they came by like, oh, this is a cool cave. Like, oh, this is an ugly drawing. And they just like rode over it, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I decorate better. Better better horse. Yeah. <laughs> better yeah. cow. Yeah. <laughs> and cow. so, yeah, I can see that happening. Um, but because I think this cave in Spain, I think it was underwater for a period of time. And so maybe it was like safe because it just, huh. yeah. Interesting. Uh, when it comes to music, we're not too sure if they had music. We found bones that look like flutes. Oh, uh, but that's that's but, not what I would have expected. But it's possible that it was just a way of them like eating the marrow in the bone that they did use it for instrumentation. Like but it's drilling seems very, into it. Uh, yeah, yeah, like making little holes in it. But it does seem very likely that they did have primitive forms of music that's interesting uh, or at yeah. least sounds when when you said music i figured some kind of like drum or shaker <laughs> type deal never would have thought bone flute uh yeah i mean there are a lot of other bone flutes um 
but normally huh. they're made by humans. But and it, again, humans. it's hard to tell because sometimes you see bones with these like perfectly circular holes in them, and, and they're not even like it's not like you get like a, a foot long flute. It's like a fragment of one, uh-huh. and it could be that like a tiger or a, a, a predator bit into the bone and made that mark, or it could have been it was drilled in. It's like really hard to tell sometimes. Huh. Because usually the fragment of food only has like two or three holes in it. So you're like, is this a thing? Like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll, if I get, I'll, I'll share one with you right now. Okay. If I can. How's it coming? And through so, Discord or text? No, it's just going to be through text. Okay. Yeah. So this is a like supposed fragment of a like Neolith or Neanderthal flute piece. Maybe. We're not sure. Okay. Nothing's come through yet. Okay, I think it just barely sent. So, and again, this is probably oh, most likely a okay. fragment of one. Uh-huh. So you can kind of see. So there's like two. It almost holes. looks like there'd be yeah four holes on there. Yeah, and it looks like there is like partial holes on the left and right side yeah. of it. So it could have been that because like if it had four Eroded holes, like, or oh, broken. Yeah. But since there's only for sure two holes, it could have been like tooth marks. You know, it could have been like something bit into this. Or they like literally stamp the bone to get something out of it. But Who knows? But. Teeth that far separate? I don't know. That yeah, that's weird. It's kind of speculative, it's just, but yeah, it's unclear. But like you said, but that, that's what they're pretty sure. Like, eh, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, makes uh, sense. Another thing is that there just out weren't that many of them. Uh, we don't know. Again, population. We don't. I. I don't know. Maybe they've estimated how many Neanderthals there have been. Uh-huh. Uh, but since they were kind of in this one smallish location on the planet, there probably weren't that many of them. And huh. so you're going to get a lot less evidence of where they lived or right. the culture that makes or sense. whatever they did. Uh, whereas humans, like we were all over Africa and yeah. in like Middle East and in Asia and in Europe. And so we've been making everywhere. Making our mark. So yeah. Making our mark. Um, but yeah, we're not too sure exactly what happened to them. Most likely, it was a combination of us out-competing them for food, and then they integrated with us, and then they just slowly kind of bred, like, bred into extinction. I hope it wasn't too much us. Like, yeah, I, I'd like to it, believe we weren't <laughs> that bad. It just seems really unlikely that they just died on their own. Like, it's yeah. possible, but unlikely. Yeah. Because even if, like, disease killed them, like, since there weren't, like, a long, continuous string of them, it's unlikely that one tribe of Neanderthals, like, kept hopping around and getting everyone sick and so it's more likely that a combination of the climate was changing slightly and we were competing for food and they just didn't have as much area to expand into so they just died out but that makes sense but again yeah i would love like it being yeah it'd be incredible to have a neanderthal like society or like group alive today if we could study them because again we don't know how advanced they could have been like could they learn calculus like maybe we don't know sounds like a most movie likely you could make <laughs> uh yeah yeah time travel what am i my life as a neanderthal my life as a teenage neanderthal <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm going through puberty and stuff <laughs> Oh, for sure. It would have been yeah. like, you're getting even hairier, yeah. Unga. <laughs> I have hair in places I didn't, which was everywhere before. <laughs> which Now it's even more everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there's a, have you ever heard fur. the game? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Have you ever, <laughs> ever heard of the game of Stellaris? Yeah. So Stellaris is kind of like Civilization, but it's like in space. Right, yeah. Um, and in one of these, there's like different ways you can start the game. There's like the standard start where like 
you're just a planet that grew into the space age and it's whatever. But there's other stars saying like, oh, you were a lost colony from a much more advanced civilization and you lost contact with them and now you're kind of become your own thing. There's ones where you're like a machine that took over the world and now you're killing everyone. Things uh-huh. like that. Right. Uh, but there's one, I think it's called syncretic evolution. And it's where two species of like a very similar lineage evolve together and one is like more one is stronger but less intelligent the other one's like more intelligent but kind of dumb but they work together as like one but they're separate. really like a mm-hmm. symbiotic type deal yeah That's like a symbiotic like they're the muscle and the other ones are the brain because i've, I've uh, never played stellaris but i've watched a lot of people play it because games like that fascinate me but i i do not have the patience to play them i don't think i've ever <laughs> seen that that uh a lot of people say it's like super like strong feature in the game because you can like make them all your soldiers and you're just the thinker that's interesting and so i i wonder because unfortunately if history has anything to teach us is that if neanderthals did live past like the agrarian evolution like when we were farming not just hunting and gathering then what probably would have happened most likely is they would have been enslaved. They were the oxen. <laughs> they, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, there's no evidence that this happened. I, I doubt this actually happened because we weren't as organized even when they went extinct. But if they, let's say they made it to like the Egyptian era, oh, they yeah. probably would have been like, hey, you guys are kind of smaller and dumber because we did it with other humans, not, right. not even like you know Neanderthals. Yeah. So we would have done it to them and then they could have been like this labor force. But I feel like humans as a whole, if we knew that they were like other human-like creatures that were kind of like us, but not really, it would have changed how we perceive the world. Okay. Um, Because in early human history, humans were so unique to other animals. Right, to everything around Uh, them. Because, like, they didn't know about DNA. They didn't know about, like, mammalia or reptile. Like, animals are just animals. Like, oh, this thing has fur. This thing can fly. It's, it's you know, it's different from us. And it's so us. different from us. Yeah. It's so different from us. Uh, and so... But then like, come across most... something that's different just enough, but you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. It, it's almost like orcs and elves, right? It's almost right. like they are, they are sentient and they're sapient and they're there, but they're not quite us. And so I think it would have really changed how we thought of things. Now, for the better or worse, I don't know. Yeah, you know, who, who knows? knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and I think it's a really funny thing because in modern Christianity, there's been this theoretical debate like, well, do Neanderthals, are, could they be saved, right? Like, could they be, <laughs> could, you know, could they be, could they accept Jesus into their hearts or if they, could they, you know, follow Judaism? That's or a Islam really bizarre any, thought, like. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird to me. That's so, not something I would have thought about. And so I think those, like, even having that question would have been like, huh. You know, because, yeah, I don't think, like, in, in modern, or in especially ancient Christianity, like Catholicism, they knew for sure, like, oh, yeah, like, dogs don't have souls. You know, fish don't have souls. That's why we eat them. Uh-huh. Uh, but if, if you had a thing that was really closely similar to humans, and, like, yeah, you have, like, gorillas and chimpanzees, but they're different enough from us that, you're like, yeah, they're not really us, you know. Ancient humans were like, yeah, they're just, they're just creatures that are different. Uh, but in Neanderthals, like, oh, they they wear clothing and they have a weapon and they live in groups and you know they they have music. Like, I think it would change how we would have seen the world. That would have been so. interesting. That would have been an interesting reflection to have yeah. at the time. Oh, or yeah, like uh, a nation of Neanderthals, like yeah. <laughs> you know, like a country of them. That would be crazy. That so. Yeah, you can only wonder. Wonder what would have happened. 
and, then, and it's an interesting thought experiment. And so it's kind of sad. I, I, it is sad, but I think that it, they would have inevitably would have died, even if they made it into yeah. like ten thousand or five thousand BC. I think they just would have been wiped out because we're good at doing that. You always got to bring <laughs> it back and make it depressing. But <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. But again, if uh, I would love to have a Neanderthal here today and be like, hey, let's see what we can teach this person. Let's see what how far they can go. Yeah, you just want to experiment on it. Yeah, because imagine if they can like learn a language and they can do math and they can drive. Like imagine they were almost human. Yeah. Or maybe they could have been maybe they're equivalent to our intelligence. Like we don't know. Yeah. Um I'd want to teach yeah, it maybe, like kickboxing. Yeah. Like, they'd, yeah. They'd, they'd kick ass at <laughs> yeah, sports, man. They'd annihilate could us. Do you imagine a linebacker Neanderthal? Well, can you imagine Freaking Neanderthal nobody like, get the, past him? With like the modern American and European diet, like heavy on protein, like you know, a workout regimen, like they'd just be oh, unstoppable. They'd be animals. Like, <laughs> they'd be animals. Man, yeah, if we I... wiped them out, we were dumb. Well, or maybe we were smart. They were a threat. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's hundred yeah. percent it. Yeah. Maybe one Neanderthal was worth like three humans, but there were five times as many of us. And so we're like, hey guys, we gotta kill these guys. They're and gonna, we're like, they're gonna we're kick like, guys, ass. the planet's warming up, they're getting really sweaty and lazy. Let's kill them now while we can. <laughs> they get real Dude, sweaty. Okay, forget it. I'm not depressed anymore. We did the right thing. Yeah, we kicked yeah. their yeah, maybe <laughs> the survival thing, yeah. Um for sure, but yeah, that could have been that. May, I mean, yeah, you say like, oh, it's too bad. But what if they were your neighbors and there you see them like wrestling an elk to the ground with their bare ass hands? Like, hey man, oh, I'll go over there. <laughs> he's been he's been eyeing our food. What are we gonna do about yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, please, Get you can take whatever you want. Yes, exactly. Mi casa es su casa. Casa, yeah. yeah. He just grunts or, in response. Or, ooga like, da, ooga da, ooga da, ooga da. Ooga da, Sure, yeah. Oh. If it was racist to make fun of Neanderthals, oh. we would have crossed that line a long time oh, ago. That's okay. <laughs> They're not around. They can't complain. They're not we, around. They yeah. can't cancel us. Yeah, who knows? <sighs> Maybe they'll come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just a pair of them out there ready to breed, and they're going to take over the world, take the world by yeah, storm. Sure. The Adam and, Adam and Eve of Neanderthals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I wonder if they could have, like, domesticated animals. Like, I wonder if they could have had wolves and, like, cats and things like that. That's interesting. I, the, these questions that you have I'm, are, like, things I never would have thought of. Yeah, because you think about those sort of things. Like again, because of where they lived, they probably wouldn't have farmed. But they were in Spain. Like they were, they were in places that you could have, you know, farm stuff. Right. And so it'd be interesting if they made it that far. They could have kept going. <laughs> could they have invented their own language, or will we have to go and like show them, or and or enslave them, and therefore teach them the language? It would be so cool so. to like sit as a spectator watching a time lapse of a species, a civilization grow and what it would turn into that'd be really cool yes and i think that is more or less our stance today like there are uncontacted tribes in south america and there's one in sri lanka um and so we try to be a hey let's not mess with these guys like let's leave them alone and so i think we definitely kind of uh, culturally we've evolved let's leave these people alone. even though it does happen where they stumble onto a bulldozer like well damn it yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there is a tribe. I don't know if it's off the coast of India or off the coast of Sri Lanka, which Sri Lanka itself is kind of off the coast of India. 
but it is a uncontact. It is a tribe. Technically, it has been contacted because we tried, but they are so hostile. No, it's like straight up kill. King Kong. Like, yeah, right. You, they, I they, know they, what tribe you're talking about. They kill anyone that has a contact with them, and as far as we know, they don't use fire. Really? Like, yeah, as far as we can tell. Whoa! Um, so they they're like, really like. <laughs> They're really behind. far behind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bizarre. Um, like, and that's just from was... observance that we know that they don't do that. Yeah, we've like taken aerial photos and helicopters of them and like we don't oh my see gosh. fire. Could you uh, imagine not knowing what the hell a drone or a helicopter was? And, then, and all of a sudden this thing. demon is floating above you <laughs> making they loud have, noises. Like, they have like shot arrows and thrown spears at like drones and stuff before. Like they're just like they don't like it. They don't like anything <laughs> well, from the outside. I wouldn't touching like them. it. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, it, the only instance we know, like there was one time where people were trying to communicate with them using colored buckets. Like they would float a bucket, like a red bucket, at them, and they and we give them a bunch of buckets, and they float like a blue one towards us. There was like something going on there, oh, but it really? didn't last long. Yeah, because we don't even. Yeah. Uh, there were some Christian missionaries a few decades ago that tried to preach it up. Oh, they no. were like, killed yeah. pretty much instantly. Um, although, although <laughs> there is reports of some of these missionaries went like two of them were dead and one of them went missing and we're pretty sure they were killed. But then a few years later, someone reported seeing a white person among the tribe. What? <laughs> that they like, yeah, they were like adopted into the tribe. Uh, maybe <laughs> it's a it's a rumor, but. It'd be really funny if you see like Harold from your anthropology class, like glasses and everything, but like in a loincloth, like <laughs> just duking it out there. With oh, them. I didn't know that. That's I, it's, I don't know how true that is, but there was just reports of saying like, oh, there's a white guy with them. Like <laughs> that's that's literally like a subplot in the show Archer. Oh, that's pretty funny. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Have you? Oh, it's have you seen some- Archer? I, uh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I haven't seen the last season, but oh, okay. I've seen almost all of it. Yeah, there's the one where he's in a coma, and they're, uh, he's, I, I don't remember the context, but him and Pam get captured, and there is a, a researcher there who's missing his arm because he sacrificed it to the tribe to be one of them. Is this the one of the pirates? Um, I'm not sure now. There was like an anthropologist that he like, I don't know, I just kidnapped by these pirates. Oh, but I don't know. They're... That's the same character, but it's while Archer is in a coma, so he's like imagining oh, it right. in a different coma. circumstance. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. It is. It's that it's character. Same. But it's yeah. the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like your classic nerdy anthropologist yeah. guy is kind of weak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah, just kind of that noise, makes that noise. That noise you just made is exactly what you would do. A hundred percent. Yeah. That is so funny. Uh, yeah, sure. But anyway, but yeah, yeah, so we have like instances of like, oh yeah, these people are uncontacted. In Amazon, there are. In Amazon, it's really sad. There's like a tribe of, it used to be a tribe of people. They all got sick and only one survived. And he's just like roaming around the, oh. the jungle. Super um, sad. We're pretty sure he's aware that other people exist, but he just likes to be alone. <laughs> oh, that that's, doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. I don't good. know. I, I'm like super introverted and... <laughs> that just sounds awful. Uh, what's even more interesting is there are there are instances where people willingly do that. Like there's a man from I think he's also from India, but he willingly lives alone on an island for thirty years, and he's like completely naked, like completely <laughs> alone, and he just wants to be there. Okay, <laughs> and they let him. Like they're, they're interviewing like, yeah, him. Yeah, that's that's Bobby's island. We just yeah, really be. like 
they're interviewing him and his schlong is just flapping in the wind. I'm like, dude, oh like not even not even close. <laughs> Jesus. Oh Have you no shame? Heck no. It's like they edited they like pixelated, but it's like dude, it's everywhere. Like they, they <laughs> like pixelate it and it's like fifteen inch pixelation long. Yeah, it's just like to his knees. I'm like, damn. Oh. <laughs> now I know what you want to live alone. A, a, a female interviewer comes on and the trajectory of the pixelation has changed. Sorry, that was terrible. Oh, I'm gonna Damn yeah. Oh Jesus. This is a, oh, this is a family show. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Since when? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh there were I cannot uh, imagine living like that. Yeah. Uh, there were people in from the there were Japanese what were two like remnants so they were pretty much some of them were alone or were like a very small group of people right up until like the seventies like scattered were, in the jungle right they were they still thought the war was going on and like any kind of message telling them that the war was over was like propaganda from the Americans right to draw them out and to draw them out and one of these guys like he would live in the jungle for like 20 30 years he came out i think in the mid to late 70s and then he went on to live like a pretty normal life like he was happy really <laughs> yeah yeah and then he died like in the 2000s but it was just kind of weird dang just like yeah what's funny is that's a subplot of archer as well but <laughs> oh my gosh okay all right everything's a subplot of archer <laughs> i know they, they covered everything but no, that that's crazy. And it, could you imagine like serving your country and not believing anything else, and and you're getting these messages that the war's over, and it's like, no, these people want to kill me. I'm not gonna fall for this. That's yeah, no. that's dedication, man. That's dedication, especially like living in a jungle. Like, what what are you eating? Like bugs and whatever poop you can find on the ground, like mushrooms, bugs and, and a poop. rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and then they're wearing the same clothes they had 30 years ago. So that just oh, seems yeah. Crazy. I don't know. That's pretty I gnarly. That Ooh, I can't even yeah, wear socks yeah. for like six <laughs> hours. Two days in a row. Yeah, yeah. sure. I, I've always wondered about that because in a lot of these shows or sci-fi or fantasy or whatever, like they never talk about the logistics of things. Like I, I have, are you watching Stranger Things right now? Yeah, I finished it. Okay. I just barely finished it the other day. Okay. Uh, so I'm not trying to be like less, at least spoily as I can. Oh, I'll there's drop like a, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a, there's a character there who was lived, like he was banished to another realm <laughs> uh-huh. and he lives there and he's lived there for years. And I'm like, what are you eating? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> what are you? That's funny. Where, where, I thought that's going to the bathroom. I thought that's like, what are you doing? Too. <laughs> like is this a place just like sustaining you with energy like I mean, that's like maybe the only thing but i'm like what's going on here he's like just, uh, i can't imagine him just like scavenging like you know like like Gollum, like eating something right. like, off raw he's like you water. sent me here and i walked twelve thousand miles through hell and my clothes are still on and it's like, like aren't you thirsty <laughs> <laughs> like what did you drink yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, I I kept wondering if it was gonna explain some like immortalization, but uh, yeah, that's kind of a funny thing. I assume that's part of. It. I thought I, I thought like, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. Maybe this is getting into specifics, but I thought his motivation for everything was so stupid. I think that was the only thing that bugged me really? about the whole season. Like well, he's he's like spiders. A, a <laughs> like like his analysis of spiders is what led him to this point i don't think that's like the only thing that led him but but that was like like the major point in his backstory was his observance of arachnids and how they i I don't know it was weird i thought that was kind of weird no i mean yeah no it is i think that's the whole point he's like an unrelatable yeah monster like you know 
Uh, but people like that, they do kind of exist. Um, there's horrible people out there, Morgan. Yeah. I don't know if you know. It's a cruel world. Maybe we should have let the Neanderthals win. Yeah, maybe they would have made a much better society. Keep going back and forth on this. I can't decide. I, I'm on. I'm firmly on team. I wish there were there were some still around. I'm not on team. They should have wiped us. Out. <laughs> I, I like. Like you know, I'm not on that team. <sighs> yeah. No, I can't be on that team. Then I wouldn't have my son. Again, I. I think if they did live to the modern era, they would have had a horrible history just because of us. You know what I mean? Like it's they true. would have been like enslaved and discriminated against. They just would have been, you know, like they would just think less than human, obviously. Right. So I think they would have had a really rough time if they did survive. Right. The, the way you, the, the way you describe them, have you ever read the series, uh, red rising? No, I haven't. Oh, that is a fantastic sci-fi series. Uh, it's basically based on a hierarchy system based on color. So like gold is seen as also oh, like modern. Oh, oh, no. So like golds are seen as gods. White is seen as scientists. Blue is seen as technologists. No, it's it's almost like a culture. And I don't know. It was interesting how the book described it. But anyways, there's reds that are basically the fodder for resource gathering. So they go down in the mines and die to gather everything. But then there was this race that was like beef boys and they, they were called obsidians and Beef they were like, boys. they were just like bred for combat. They were bred and enslaved Ooh, for combat. I like that's that. a really good series if you haven't read it. So yeah, um, that that's kind of what I thought of when, when you said that that's what the golds did. They saw this species and was like, we are going to make these things, not, not our slaves, but our tools. Basically enslaving them, yes. but for the purpose of them being a tool of war, so nobody else can overthrow <clears throat> us. So uh, that's what I thought of when you said that about Neander- Neanderthals. That that's probably is what would happen. They would end up like the the Greys and the Obsidians. So I mean that that is like the <clears throat> like if uh, like in theory, if humans ever do go out into space and colonize other places. Because unless we invent like warp technology, which doesn't seem very likely, but you know, because of the vast distances between places, it, it most likely all these things will be one way trips. Like you go to colonize this place and you're not coming back. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so eventually over time, you'd have like different species of humans living in these places because they've adapted at different to levels of environments. Yeah. Levels. Uh, and <laughs> That's not yeah, levels. Yeah. They've, <laughs> some people have leveled up. Some yeah. people are still, you know, noobs. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. If you see a cross over someone's head, a crossbones, like you're, you're fucked. You yeah. Run. Yeah. <laughs> get out of there. For you. Yeah. Um, but, and I feel like that's more of a realistic kind of way of like, oh, yeah, since there's not instantaneous uh, kind of travel, you're going to have really shitty places and really awesome places like it's just it happens in earth right now it's going to happen in other places right so that makes sense and and so yeah you have like oh look at these guys they were like they're tougher and they're stronger and so we can use them as like you said like fodder right. in war and yeah whatever. how do we and use so, them to our advantage now as awful as it may seem it is that is more efficient like that is the best way for evolution to kind of go <laughs> is if you specialize that makes sense uh, it does like uh, again like I it's one of like, the analogies is in humans or in modern society where you'd rather have one expert than like ten amateurs uh-huh. because 
That makes sense. You know? And so if you have someone who knows a lot of something, it's very useful. Yeah. But if you have everyone that's kind of like, eh, on it, you're like, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not as good. You don't want to make, you don't want someone that's good at everything or a million mediocre. You want, you want like specialized. Yes. You don't want a jack of all trades. Yeah. You want, well, maybe you want one of those guys, but in case he has to do something, but you need a team of this guy only does this thing. Right. And he's super and good. He's at super it. good at it. Intelligence and eleven. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a big brain time. Yeah. Uh, so makes sense. Yeah. Well, who knows? I don't know I, whether to be depressed or happy. Yeah, maybe one day maybe we'll both. figure out more and more about Neanderthals. Um, Technically, like there is the concept of you can you can breed something back from extinction. Really? Although it seems very unlikely. Yeah, like for like yeah, let's say there's Just a genetic manipulation was, or like how does well, that Well and so basically imagine there's imagine, if you will, that uh every single uh like uh Siberian husky dies and they go extinct. Uh-huh. But since we have the precursor animals, like that wolves and and this is just theory because in reality we don't know if the wolves that dogs descended from are still around if they're the gray wolves or not who knows but let's just say we do have the wolves in theory we could re-evolve okay Siberian huskies back That's from like interesting or you get like a dog that came from Siberian huskies and you kind of back breed them into huskies again uh so for like in theory you can get dogs today and let's say if the wolves went extinct, if we get dogs today, you can breed them back into wolves. Huh. Okay. Because the genes are all there, right? Like all the information. That's true. It built. seems like it'd be harder to go reverse than forward. It's actually easier. What? Really? <laughs> because because the genes are already there. Like. I guess that's true. For, that's true. Like, I mean, I think it's. it's I don't know why it's, it's harder it to wrap my challenges. mind around that, but. I guess you that know, makes sense. Uh, for ex- like, for example, chickens, they have genes for teeth and scales and tails. They just are turned off. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, and chicken, like, you see dinosaurs and raptors and shit, and now you got a chicken? We uh, could, yeah, no, we could reverse, we could reverse breed chickens back into dinosaurs. And why not, aren't we you know. doing this? Okay, do you want to see a picture of chicken with teeth? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> okay, I will send it to you regardless. <laughs> oh, great. And uh, message blocked. <laughs> it doesn't look happy. It's not uh, fun. I uh, can imagine. So, like, yeah, in theory. So, again, like, yeah, you could uh, do that. And we're thinking about doing the same with elephants and mammoths. We're like, hey, we could maybe bring mammoths back because we have their DNA. And is that just because we're able to do that? Or is there some reason why we would do that? There's technically no reason why we need mammoths. Um, in theory, they could help in some climates and environments, but we are all over the place. They ele- Mammoths would not be able to roam free like they once did. Yeah. So it's kind of just for fun. <laughs> well, uh, just but hey, I, I'm all for fun. Yeah. It's a little science fun. Yeah. Uh, I think just just because we could is a good just because we can is actually a pretty good reason. Why do we do it? Because for the because hell of it. Because we can or we think we can. That's right. That's true. Um, so yeah, in theory, I don't know if there's, a, I don't think there is enough Neanderthal DNA to like reconstitute a Neanderthal from humans, but it would mean forcibly breeding humans, which isn't a good thing. Oh, so. But we can do that, so we should do that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, 
Sure, yeah. Just <laughs> give them a lot of like benefits. Just pay the them. problem with that is, yeah, yeah. The, the only problem with that is same thing with mammoths is that even if if you do get a mammoth like fetus and you implant it into you have to implant it to something right. and you're probably going to implant it into an elephant because it can carry the term. That mammoth won't grow up with mammoth inst- won't grow up with mammoth parents. It'll have elephant parents. And so it won't be like a full mammoth. It'll just be like a fuzzy elephant that has some traits yeah, of mammoths. It's learning whatever learns from it's elephants. Elephant parents are parents. Yeah, passing on to it. Now genetically it is still a mammoth, but yeah, it'll sense, probably learn. But... You know, there's videos of like cats being raised by dogs and the cats act like dogs. You know, it's kind of crazy, but like it happens. That. Yeah. That's so nice. it does affect it, you know. So a Neanderthal raised by humans is probably going to be, you know, a similar to human boxer. behavior. Yeah. <laughs> like they have Mike shorter Tyson. limbs, so yeah, they're they're shorter but stocky. Oh, they just so. get in closer. That's okay. They yeah, can strategize. The that, that eyebrow ridge would just oh, like, yeah. slice that right through That protects their head. <laughs> that protects their eyes. Yeah, it does. <sighs> so, well, I did anyway, not yeah. get the chicken teeth. So, no, I won't send it to you. <laughs> you seemed reluctant to receive yeah. such a gift. Maybe not. One day, Maybe. when you least expect it. You'll be like in the middle of eating a sandwich and you'll look at your phone oh, and like chicken yeah. with teeth will pop yeah. up. I appreciate it not 10 minutes before my bedtime so I don't have nightmares. Yeah. But... Of chicken teeth. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Cool. That's my f- super cool stuff. Now I see why you're so into them. Yeah, and I, I will be. And dude. It's the more I read of and we're learning more about them. Those we'll loincloths, that is something we should bring back. Sexy as hell. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna go get me one. A loincloth. Yeah. And if they fire me, that's discrimination. Well, you're <laughs> against Neanderthals. I, 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 yeah. It's my culture. Yeah. It's my people. <laughs> it's my heritage. I say, where where are your where are your where is your ancestry uh, from? Ire- Ireland and Germany. The majority. Oh, okay. so you're good. Yeah. Probably more on the German side than the Irish side. I would say so. Yeah, yeah I would assume With that. The, yeah, the last name. Based on certain things, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> that you have name-dropped a few times. I ha- I did edit out and of I, it. And so. I am proud of myself because I know you as your last name. It is so weird to say Jeremy. It, it's weird. Is it? Like, even, it's not weird for me anymore. Even on my phone, your last name is your contact. It doesn't even oh, say is it? Jeremy. Mine's, like, <laughs> oh, oh mine's your first and last That's name. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think you have a girl's name, but sure. You uh, dick. <laughs> Dude, when you think Morgan, the first thing that pops in your head is Morgan Freeman. That's pretty badass. Uh, that is true. Morgan Freeman is fantastic. Yeah. There's a... Yeah, Although I probably there's could a comedian. name more female Morgans than male Morgans, but... Well, you know, that's like a... That's a, a etymological thing, is names tend to go... From masculine to feminine, and they almost always stay feminine. They never go back to being masculine. Oh yeah, like Leslie, like like Leslie. Like Fifty yeah. years ago, that was a very male name, and no, mm-hmm. you you know the only Leslie you'll find is seventy years old. And like Taylor, Taylor, like I it's, I knew Taylors growing up as as boys, and now there's mostly most Taylors are no. That's women, true. So. And Whitney, I don't know if you knew that. I don't know that either, yeah, but it's, I, I, I wouldn't Whitney. have assumed. A, I don't think I've ever met a man named Whitney. Yeah. I think of Whitney Houston. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just like a one-winged dove. 
Uh, one that is kind of in a transition. <laughs> no okay, I don't, I'm trying to ignore. I'm not gonna ignore that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you just hear static. <laughs> uh, is like Brady. Like oh, Brady. Brady is like, is it's like is a is a male name like for sure right now. But I the lady Brady's have been popping up. And Blake. So. Blake. Blake. Is, really? Yeah. Oh, like Blake Lively. I think Blake Lively probably oh, made right. that much more prominent yes. among women. It but pushed it forward. Blake used to be like strictly male, and yeah, it's, it's true. now I popping up. Like a few years ago, I would never would have thought that Blake was a was a woman's yeah. name, but yeah, it's becoming. Yeah. So yeah, we don't we don't get any. I don't see any male Tiffany's running around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any male, you know, like you know, whatever. Yeah. Where they at? Gotta represent. Where they at? Yeah. Nope. We're losing names more. Yeah. We're, we're dying. Sucks. Let's bring it back. Okay. Soon, next child soon I have. Be Tyler. Next child I have. Uh, I'll, I'll figure something out. I'll pick a good. The one. most quintessential like white American name is Tyler. Like Tyler's just. Dude, I've never met a Tyler I liked. They're all douches. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that and yeah. Chad. Well, Chad's not real, though. Yeah. If you find a guy, a person named Chad, you're like, dude, what happened? Change your name. You're Chad. 